You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. The great thing for me in the University of Florida, NIL is going to be a strength here, so... You know, we've got our strategy and our plan, and we're excited about executing that going forward. You know, and we just happen to be at a place uh, that has tremendous history, tradition. NIL is no problem. It's a slam dunk at Florida, and we're going to – our players are going to benefit from that. And we're going to execute that and try to help our team and help the Gators win. College programs must be competitive in name, image, and likeness. It impacts current athletes and affects the decision of recruits. And Gator fans can put Florida at the forefront of name, image, and likeness. The Gator Collective is leading the charge, uniting fans and student athletes like never before. Commit for exclusive content, interactions, and events which bring you closer than ever to your favorite players. In this talent acquisition business, name, image, and likeness will play a huge role in Florida returning to the elite status of college football. It can start here. Join the Gator Collective. Link is in the description. Want more Gators Breakdown? Join Gators Breakdown Plus. Starting at $3 a month, get access to unique episodes, plus a blog, chat room, giveaways, shout-outs, and more. Gators Breakdown Plus is furthering the interaction with fans and listeners like you. Head to gatorsbreakdown.supportingcast.fm to join Gators Breakdown Plus today. Gators Breakdown, because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. The Gators Breakdown podcast is ready to go. I'm your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. We got to commit. We got to commit. Four-star linebacker Jaden Robinson flips from South Carolina and has committed to the Florida Gators. We'll get into it right here on this episode of Gators Breakdown. Coming at you pretty late, a uh, few hours after uh, the commitment, had a prior engagement. I had to get that taken care of, but of course, you knew it wouldn't be long before I'd be right here on Gators Breakdown bringing you all the latest with the commitment of Jaden Robinson. Before we get there, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Coming at you right here on YouTube with this commitment video. If you like what you see right here on Gators Breakdown, do us a favor, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button really close to 10,000 subscribers on YouTube. Get us there before the season starts. Leave a comment. Another commit right here on the way for the Gators. Leave a comment. Let me know what you think about Jaden Robinson and what could be on the horizon for the Gators on the recruiting front. Your support out there really, really is appreciated. It helps Gators Breakdown grow so much. 
Check us out at the home of Gators Breakdown, news4jacks.com slash Gators Breakdown. You can catch even more of Jaden Robinson and the commitment for the Gators there. Uh, we cover Lake City, Columbia uh, at 4 Channel 4, 4 News 4 Jacks. So more coverage happening right there uh, at News 4 Jacks. And right now on Gators Breakdown Plus, of course, if you haven't joined yet, be sure to do so if you want a chance to win a pair of tickets to Florida versus Utah this season opener. The drawing will be August 19th. And also there's a, uh, there's a member-only chat uh, just recorded on the same Wednesday right here. So uh, we did discuss maybe the possibility of Jaden Robinson committing to the Gators, but a lot more with fall camp going on uh, and with some more recruiting talk as well. So member-only chat up there uh, right now. And, of course, that ever-so-popular always busy discord chat happening for Gators Breakdown Plus members. It's all right, Gator Nation, like we always do when this happens. Let's get to it. We got to commit. Let's go right here. Linebacker Jaden Robinson. He is another four-star to add to the 2023 class he is a four-star on the 24-7 sports composite. He is a four-star on the own three consensus. Let's start with 24-7 sports and their composite ranking, 379 overall. That is the overall ranking of Jaden Robinson. He is the 32nd linebacker in the country, according to 24-7 sports composite. On three, if you're looking at the graphic here on YouTube, yeah, you'll notice it. He is also the 379th on on three the 379th overall player on the 24-7 sports composite and the on three consensus. They have him as the 36th ranked cornerback or um, uh, uh, linebacker. So, sorry, didn't change the graphic there, uh, but he is a 36th ranked linebacker. So very, very, um, you know, similar rankings you have right here for Jaden Robinson on both services. 379th overall on both, the 32nd ranked linebacker on 24-7 sports composite, and the 36th ranked linebacker on the own three consensus. So 6-1, he's in that 215-220 range from Lake City, Florida, Columbia High. Right down, you know, right down the road from Jacksonville, kind of in between, closer to Jacksonville, but in between Jacksonville, Tallahassee. Uh, But this was a flip from South Carolina, where he committed to South Carolina on July 4th. Florida got in late, offered him July 3rd, maybe tried to switch that decision to South Carolina before it happened. He had already set that date to commit that day. But Florida ends up getting him anyway. So when you look at the type of player Jaden Robinson is, Neither recruiting service really offers a, a, an analysis like they do for a lot of the, uh, I'm assuming, higher-rated guys uh, there. But if you go look at his huddle highlights, I mean, you'll have to go out there and, and look at them uh, to kind of you know, piece this together if you want, if, if you want to um, maybe have your own analysis a bit. But from what I could gather in, in looking at it and talking to some people, as I said, you know, we, we do cover Lake City, Columbia uh, there at News 4 Jack. So asking around, also watching the huddle highlights, instinctive player, uh, a big hitter. That is the probably top thing that you'll take away from his huddle highlights and what he is known for, his reputation. 
is that big hitter. Quick to come forward, seems to be, he seems to play bigger than 6'1", 215, 220. You know, even though he is in that range, you know, it's not a huge player, but not, not small either. Uh, but got, got the mold that you would look for in a linebacker as a senior and going to be in college the, the next year. Put, put, put together pretty well. Uh, makes you wonder what he'll look like in college, but he is a violent hitter. Uh, as I said, no analysis from 24-7 or on three, but you look at his huddle highlights. He plays both linebacker and safety, so you got to put that in there. You might watch those highlights, and you don't see him there lined up at linebacker, so don't be, don't, don't be alarmed uh, by that. Um, but you know, there isn't a ton of in-the-box, closer-to-the-line-of-scrimmage linebacker play um, but there is some. There, there is some there. I, I don't believe this would be one of those tweeners in the mold of a light linebacker. You know, he, he can probably put on some weight, probably will put on some weight when he gets to college, but he does have some experience playing linebacker. You're not trying to go turn him into a linebacker like we saw so much with this last staff, whether it be a defensive end trying to fit to a linebacker or a pure safety trying to fit to a linebacker. He has some experience there. He can be identified as a linebacker. That's what he will be uh, at the next level, of course. Uh, he put a, put some a little bit put a little bit more weight on. Might lose that speed to be that safety at the college level anyway. Uh, so you know, has some experience at the linebacker position. You're not trying to make him something that he's not. So you go look at some more of those highlights. I mean, so a lot of the highlights happen because he plays his role. He stays in his lane. Doesn't take himself out of plays. Seems to be able to, to die at times, di- diagnose the play pretty well with passes to the running back, whether it be a swing, whether it be a screen. You'll like the violence. Uh, he, I mean, he is trying to hurt when he lays a hit. You, you love that mindset of a linebacker. I mean, you know, as linebackers, you've got to be instinctual. You've got to be willing to go get, to go get dirty. To lay, to, to lay a hit, and he does not shy away from that whatsoever. You'll love his violence. I'd like to see him wrap up a little bit more, but that kind of comes with the violence <laughs> a bit. Uh, but when he does wrap up, when he does hit in, in that form to, to, to go make a tackle, not just a hit, you know, I, and don't get me wrong, you don't see the not wrapping up a whole lot. But when he does go, when he does go try to make a form tackle, a hard hit, he doesn't give up much ground. And I do think he'll probably pack on some more pounds at the the next level. Probably have a pretty nice size to him at that linebacker spot. But from both positions, he shows speed, shows speed, chase down plays, shows speed in coverage uh, as a safety, drops into coverage, gets involved in in, in that passing coverage as a defender. He'll hit. As a safety, he'll hit the the, the receiver to, to break up a pass. Plenty of interceptions uh, to, to his name as well. He'll deflect the pass away. You go and look at some of those stats dating back to last year. 94 tackles, three interceptions last season there for, for, for Columbia. So hopefully this coming up this, fall, this coming up fall, this coming up season that starts in just a few weeks, Hopefully we do get to see him play closer to the line of scrimmage and more traditional linebacker play this fall for Columbia. It gives us a better insight on how he'll fit uh, right there for the for, for the Gators. But, of course, you know, this was a, a linebacker Florida needed. Yeah, we, 
go back to how linebacker recruiting started for the Gators and just right here in Jacksonville losing Grayson Howard. Um, we know what happened with um, Malik Bryant uh, not long ago. Uh, Jaden Robinson, as I said, Florida went, got in. We, we saw the offer late, and he commits to South Carolina. So you wonder where Florida would turn at the linebacker spot. And, you know, I remember Jordan Hall committed down to Michigan State um, not, not long ago either. So Florida was having to go down the board. You knew flips were probably, at least for this position group, for guys that you either wanted to circle back around on or had to circle back around on, it was going to be flips. Uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll see where Florida ends up going for, you know, this can't be the only linebacker in the class, uh, but good on Bateman, good on, you know, Mike Peterson gets really involved here, had a prior relationship with Robinson back at South Carolina. That played dividends here. So that paid dividends right here for, for, for Robinson. So you get one linebacker in the class after a slow start uh, to recruiting that position. Good get for the Gators. Good to have that ability to circle back around and go get a target. So I think uh, we'll, see, we'll see where linebacker recruiting goes. Uh, that's I don't know you get another flip re- regardless. I think uh, we'll all look for Lewis there at, at a Tampa to see kind of, you know, they the committed to Oklahoma. We'll see where that one ends up. I know a lot of people want to sit and say maybe flip Grayson Pup Howard from South Carolina as well. I don't see that happening. He's pretty loyal. I can see it happening if South Carolina staff somehow gets gutted after this season. Maybe you can get back in with Howard right there. But, you know, I think uh, – Man, we'll see what, what what the board looks looks like for Florida. Still, plenty of time to go uh, for linebacker recruiting, but you get a good one here in Robinson. So, I think we should hear from his head coach. As I said, news for Jacks. We cover Lake City, Columbia, and just over a month ago, we were doing these profiles for a lot of the recruits out there and catching up uh, with the coaches in the area and. We got to hear from Demetri Jackson. He's a former Gator. He was played for the Spurrier National Championship team in '96. He was a defensive back uh, for that team, and not necessarily a soundbite on the type of player <clears throat> the type of player Jaden Robinson is, but just in general, a feel of recruiting at the with the Florida program under Billy Napier. Demetri Jackson, he had some pretty good thoughts. And I posted it on Twitter a little over a month ago, uh, but probably with the connection here to Robinson, a pretty good, uh, pretty good look back, maybe even prophetic to a point. But here's that soundbite. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, Determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. My, my message is not to, to Coach Napier and his staff because I think, you know, Florida administration hit a home run with the hire. My comment is to the Gator fans. 
Okay, you know, this guy, he's doing everything we need to do to take our program back to the top level. You're not going to change it overnight. I mean, we've, you know, nothing against Mullen and the staff before that, but you kind of see the talent level was really down. And so this guy got to come in here and recruit some top-tier players. Now, this NIL deal, I think, is kind of putting a little wrinkle in. I've, you know, I've read a little bit about it, but, you know, I don't know all the details. But you give this guy time, I think he's going to get Florida back to, you know, being one of the dominant programs. Um, he's doing it the right way. He's very approachable. He's hardworking. And not just him, but all of his staff. I mean, I went there um, this past week at a 707, and every last one of these staff members was interacting, not just with former players, but all the guys, the recruits there. And when you do that and the resources that Florida have, look out. So Florida fans, give the, give the staff time. <laughs> give the staff time. And, you know, that was before Florida went on the recruiting run that they went on a few weeks ago. Uh, I mean, by hitting Jacksonville hard, by we're getting Stokes and Webb. And then, of course, uh, the run a, a, a couple of weeks ago, uh, we're getting Mazzell and Wilson. And, like, as I, as I said, that was, you know, prophetic in a way. Give, give Billy Napier time of what a head coach of now a commit for the Gators, but hopefully a, a coach that can still send players to Florida uh, throughout uh, his head coaching career there in Lake City, Columbia. And so, yeah, I, I bring that up because, yeah, there, that, that is Robinson's head coach. There is a connection there. Um, you know, but things being looked at in a more positive manner, positive tone, uh, I think it, it, it was worth bringing it up again, it being the connection uh, and the head coach connection to the Gators' newest commitment. So, and, and you know, it, it's a different way of looking at it, giving you an insight on how head coaches out there view Billy Napier and the process and the foundation that he's laying on the recruiting side uh, of things. And, you know, is Jackson probably a little biased being a former Gator? Well, probably. I, I am too. You know, bringing you this Gators podcast. But um, and he's not going to send one of his players there if he doesn't really believe in what Billy Napier's doing. Uh, so it was good to hear, you know, also on, on the hills of uh, Friday Night Lights uh, a couple of weeks ago. And, I think, you know, me sharing my thoughts of what I saw, you know, those relationships with the recruits that, that, that are out there and basically sharing some of those same thoughts that Jackson shared right there from what he saw as a head coach and interacting with the staff and Billy Napier and seeing how recruits interact with the staff and Billy Napier. So I think, you know, it was worth going back and, and showing that just for the pure connection of the head coach and the newest Gators commit. So, all right, now when you look at this class for the Gators, another four-star, another state of Florida player. Robinson is the 17th commit of the class and the 15th four-star of the class. 17 commits, 15 four-stars. That gives the Gators a score of 242.64 on the 24-7 sports composite and the Gators will stay 13th in the rankings behind Tennessee and USC, I believe. Uh, so I, I had that pulled up, but I believe looking at it right off the top of my head, I think that's uh, where, where it would put uh, Florida. So, 
maybe Penn State's there. Let me, you know what? I'll just, I'll, I'll pull it up. That don't, uh, no sense of being lazy uh, right here. I can pull it up for you pretty quick of where that would put Florida uh, in, in the rankings. So give me just a sec. If you don't already know, I will have it pretty quick. I thought I had it pulled up for you guys. But, hey, look, that's what happens. As I said, I had a prior engagement. I was trying to get home, get you guys an episode out there. So when you wake up on Thursday morning, you have a chance to, <laughs> to listen to an episode. So let's get to it. And, yeah, that would put Florida at 13th. Uh, yeah, behind USC at 12, Tennessee at 11, and Penn State at 10. Miami would be number nine. So there you go. That's where Florida currently is. Well, let me give my get my format back right here so I can bring you guys a little bit more before I sign off on this episode here. All right, so now that's where the Florida, that's where the Gators are. They stay at thirteen, uh, but of course we know what's on the horizon. Could be a big, big weekend for the Gators, keeping this recruiting momentum going. And look, I don't think it was any um, any mistake either, or any coincidence. I, that's, there, there, there you go. That's the be- that's the better word for it. Um, Jaden Robinson commits right here, August tenth. Cedric Baxter, of course, the big time running back. I know we all wanted uh, to be in a Gator uniform. Uh, did end up committing to Texas, like most ninety nine percent of us out there thought would happen, after the way that recruitment has been trending the last few months. Uh, but, you know, maybe planned. Okay, well, don't get that. But we do get a position of need commitment here uh, with Robinson. So hopefully the bad news in the recruiting cycle world is over with for a few days because on the horizon, we know this coming up weekend, big, big commitments for the defensive line coming up with Kelby Collins and Cameron James. So I am going to throw up this graphic I've been throwing up for the last, what, month or two of what Florida's doing and target, Florida, what, what Florida is doing as far as identifying targets along the defensive front. And we knew by looking at this list that it was going to be very hard for Florida not to sign a very good defensive line class. And through this list... I did not have Kelby Collins on it too much because I'll admit, I have no shame in admitting I could have, I was probably wrong with this commitment going through the last weeks and months here. I didn't have Kelby Collins on the list. I thought he was a shoe in for Alabama. I thought Florida didn't have much of a chance. Well, I don't care if Alabama slow played him, I don't care if they're trying to get back into it. Looks like Florida has done the legwork. Looks like Florida will hopefully be the pick on Saturday for Kelby Collins. And here you are, if you're watching on YouTube there, I threw the graphic back up, but you know, building the trenches. That's what Florida has to do on this defensive. We, we've talked ad nauseum currently about this defensive line, what the Gators are going into this 2022 season with, why it needs to be fixed, why it can be fixed. When you start looking at the players – Florida is in for. So as I mentioned, Kelby Collins on Saturday. Cameron J- James on Sunday. Florida's trending for both those guys. Now if you look at Kelby Collins, I'm going to go through the list here, but he is at the top of the list right now. 
because on 24-7 sports, he is the 70th ranked player in the country. On three, has him the 60th ranked player in the country. You're getting a big-time position of need right here with Kelvin Collins along the defensive line. Probably strong side defensive end, can play some defensive tackle uh, as well. Maybe the you know, kind of Jervon Dexter, the way he's going to be used uh, a bit, probably more of more more of an end. Uh, but well, you know, we'll see where it goes. But you're getting a top 100 player right there, and then and now we have to start adding Tamorian Parker to the list. Decommitted from Penn State, he's a top 100 player. Gators are going to be in on him. He's 120th ranked on on three. So you start looking at another defensive lineman you can add to this class. And then down the road, Jordan Hall doesn't look like he'll be in any type of hurry. Has to start wondering about spots here. But Jordan Hall, another one of those strong side defensive end, probably more defensive tackle. But can he can play multiple positions along the defensive line according to what defense he'll fit in, but... Of course, certain situations as well, but for a more of a 3-4 look, which you would see for Florida, I wouldn't see him lining up over, uh, over nose too much, over the center too much. But definitely, you're not too far out at end. You're closer, closer to the center. Positions of need that we know Florida's in dire, dire need for him coming up. But Jordan Hall, 120th, only 24-7 sports composite. The 88th ranked player on on three. Going down the list, this is sorted by ranking here. Will Norman, IMG product, 143rd on 24-7 sports, 156th on on three. What does his timeline look like? Is he going to move up his timeline as I just said, Kelby Collins coming up this weekend. Cameron James coming up this weekend. Now Tamorian Parker decommitting from Penn State. Does it speed timelines up for a player like Jordan Hall? Does it speed timelines up for a defensive tackle like Will Norman? Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm going to keep going down the list. We haven't heard much from Xavier Hardy lately. Probably trending away for that. And it might be more due to Florida because of the other targets on the board. Xavier McLeod, another defensive tackle prospect, I believe from the state of South Carolina, if I remember right. Basically top 170 player right there. Then I mentioned Cameron James, 188th ranked player on the 24-7 sports composite. 213th on, on three. Definitely in that strong side defensive end, defensive tackle role. You know, Florida getting those guys that Maybe be versatile on the inside of the defensive line. Then also Caden McDonald, true defensive tackle, 290 
ranked player on 24-7 sports composite, 329th ranked on on three. So when you're looking right there, one, two, three, four, five, six, eight players right there, all ranked in the top 300. We've been chronicling this list here for the last month or two and you keep saying there's no way Florida doesn't it would it would be a massive disappointment and it would take a lot for it to happen for Florida not to end up with a really good defensive line class and I really expect it to get much better as soon as this weekend and I'm not breaking any news I'm not you know trying to make it more than it's not. If we are to predict where these players go, these guys have hard dates. These guys have decisions coming up. So with the hard dates, you know, you're not really ruining any moments or anything. I feel pretty confident as of this late Wednesday night recording, almost midnight going into Thursday, that Kelby Collins will be a Gator. Cameron James will be a Gator. You're fighting against Alabama. You're fighting against Georgia for positions of need for the Gators right now. Georgia really wants Cameron James. Bama's circling back around on Kelby Collins. You know, so that's why I don't, you know, I, I won't write it down and I won't stamp it 100% that these guys would be in the class. But right now, as it sits, Florida's trending. Florida should be the pick. Hopefully it turns out that way. But you add Collins, you add James to the class. I just gave you the updated rankings for Florida. But if we do peek ahead a bit and the class and, and you know, the teams in front of Florida don't add anybody either. But if it stands as it is right now, you add those two guys to the class, Collins and James. That would give Florida a score of 256.81 on the 24-7 sports composite. And that would put Florida 10th in the rankings. In front of Penn State and Tennessee, one spot below Miami. The rankings have to stay as is, as I said, the next few days. Heading into the weekend. When Collins and James make their decisions. But it would put Florida with a top 10 class. If those commitments of Kelby Collins. And Cameron James happen. All right, trying to get you caught up back uh, on, on with fall camp starting, of course. That's taken priority. Trying to get you all caught up on the recruiting side of things. I... Uh, Definitely focus much more on the football side of things this time of year, but cannot ignore what's happening on the recruiting front either. Uh, and also the, the popular story of cornerback Dijon Johnson, the Ohio State decommitment. And this story, man, just uh, when, when I tweet out the, the roller coaster gif on Twitter, that's what recruiting is. And this one in particular. It may be not even Dijon Johnson's fault at all. We all remember the decommitment rumors of Ohio State, and that eventually happened. But with that, around Friday Night Lights came, okay, well, you know, it's pretty sure he's going to flip to Florida. 
Well, maybe he's going to go visit Miami. Okay, well, we know those visits didn't happen. Stayed in Gainesville that weekend. All right, so then a couple weeks go by, and let's fast forward to last weekend. You know what? D. John Johnson just might recommit to Ohio State. That was a storyline out there. My side of things was never told it was going to happen. Ohio State really thought that was going to happen. Their reporters, even some on the Gator side, thought it was going to happen. With reporting it was likely going to happen. I could never get, out of my sources, out of everybody I talked to, that told me he was going to decommit from Ohio State. And that Florida maybe it would be the likely destination. Those would never say that they heard he was going to recommit to Ohio State. So I felt pretty confident that whatever Ohio State was hearing must have been just purely on their end. And I know they sit there and say it was close to happening and, and all that. I can't say that, but what a storyline. And as I said, you know, Dijon Johnson, we had uh, the, the fake announcements of him committing to Florida, and he was going to be Florida, part of Florida's class, and there were articles released that weren't true, and graphics released uh, of him getting an offer, and people thinking that he committed to Florida, and it's just been, and no fault of this, no fault of his, just no patience out there <laughs> of, of this commitment and where it may end up. Talk about trending towards Florida. I still think Dijon Johnson's trending towards Florida. I've talked about Collins and James this weekend trending for Florida and their set dates. I don't know when Johnson will pull the trigger. I think if it's anytime soon, it will be Florida. And just one to definitely keep our eye on and hopefully no more wondering when and if it's going to happen. But that was... Uh, been an eventful, been an eventful few weeks following the recruitment of cornerback Dijon Johnson. Add him to the class. Heck, I just said what Florida would be tenth after Collins and James. You got to think adding Johnson, um, which Florida would start maybe pushing. If like I said, you got to if if the rankings kind of stay as is, and Johnson maybe commit sometime soon, start pushing Miami for that ninth spot, but. Of course, Miami's not done. They'll be adding guys, too. Florida will be adding guys down the road. But that's just where it would stand in the coming days, weeks. So, all right, that'll do it right here for this episode of Gators Breakdown, catching you up in the world of recruiting. Be on the lookout this weekend. Hopefully good news. Hopefully more commitment videos with Kelby Collins and Cameron James making their decisions. Hopefully it's the orange and blue when it's all said and done this weekend. But this episode was taking a look at the Gators' newest commitment, Jaden Robinson, linebacker, Gators' first linebacker in the class. See where the linebacker, that position group, recruiting goes forward. But a good pickup there for the Gators at the linebacker spot. Four-star linebacker from Lake City Columbia High School. All right, that'll do it for this episode of Gators Breakdown. I am your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. Guys and girls out there, thank you for listening to this episode of Gators Breakdown.